being compassionate to ourselves is really rooted in being curious about what those thoughts are saying, because thoughts are just thoughts, they're not facts. And oftentimes our thoughts are liars and they show up to, to sabotage us. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of the Startup Student Podcast. I'm Christine, I'm your host. This is episode four of, four <laughs> actually, of the series Work-Life Balance for Entrepreneurs. And I'm joined again by Corey Whitelin. Hello, welcome back. Good morning. Oh, well, good evening for you. Hi, <laughs> thank you for having me back. I'm excited to... Um... Today's topic, I think, is very, very, very pertinent and important for entrepreneurs. So I'm really excited to be here again. Thank you. Yes. And today's topic is, drumroll, self-compassion. <laughs> and we're going to talk about this a bit more and why this is so important and um, why it's important to take care of yourself first before taking care of others, which we have already mentioned in previous episodes. Maybe we kick off, uh, Corey, by talking about um, some terminology, self-compassion, self-love, self-esteem, self-everything there is. <laughs> so yeah. maybe we can pick up on that and, and you go a bit more into it, um, what they actually mean, what are the differences and why are they all actually important and probably intertwined as well. Yes, definitely. So, you know, today I'd love to talk about the role of self-compassion and the role of self-esteem. I think oftentimes we um, use them interchangeably and they're actually, there's some, some really important yet subtle differences between the two. So self-esteem is the feeling, um, that good feeling we get about ourselves um, based on how others perceive us and based on the feedback we get from others. So for instance, if we're doing really well in a business, we might, our self-esteem for our business might go up, or if we rock a call, our self-esteem might go up. And that's important because that helps drive us. It helps us connect with others. It helps us um, stay relevant in our particular um, area of business. Um, yet, it is all driven from outside sources. So if we are in a slump or if we have a meeting that doesn't go so well or we're not necessarily landing the clients we want to, that is when the role of self-compassion becomes really, really, really essential. And so self-compassion is the idea of treating ourselves with the same compassion, love, and kindness that we treat other people. So self-compassion is really built from within, and it's built with how we respond to situations, how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, especially in times um, of challenge and in difficult situations. And Dr. Krista Neff is a self-compassion researcher, and she says that there are three elements of self-compassion. And so I'm just going to quickly kind of go over them. And the first one is self-kindness over self-judgment. 
So if you think about that time that you didn't land that big client or, you know, the person you thought was going to sign on the dotted line for an awesome project did not. It's about being curious and treating yourself with love and kindness the same way you would treat a good friend if the same situation happened to them over judgment. And the second one is common humanity. So this is where we understand that everyone feels these difficult, big feelings. Everyone goes through these um, challenges. This is a really good time to reach out to a group you might be in, um, fellow entrepreneurs that might've gone through the same, the same situation and really be vulnerable and talk about that we all have these feelings. We all have these feelings of worry, of overwhelm, of judgment, and, and that it's really normal. That it's part, of, it's part of being a human. And then the last one is mindfulness. And this is where we be, we get very curious and mindful over what we're feeling and what we're thinking. And so rather than push away these feelings, we bring them in, we invite them in, and we treat ourselves with kindness and love at that time. And developing self-compassion can take a long time. It's a practice. It's a roller coaster. There, it ebbs and flows. So it's really not, it's, there's not an end point of, oh, now I have self-compassion. It's really about being on this journey and treating yourself, yourself kindly in that way. Um, so I don't know, Christine, how you find this with your, with your clients and folks that you work with or even in your own life, this, this idea of of the difference between self-esteem and self-compassion and, and how they both play a role. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they both play a role. <laughs> um, always. <laughs> I think not only for entrepreneurs and not only in business life, uh, but also in the private life. And uh, thank you for outlining that. And thank you for um, mentioning uh, Kristin Neff. Uh, she's uh, obviously a big name uh, that has to do with that. That She uh, published some books and uh, you can find lots and lots of resources of her um, online as well. I'm going to actually um, link back to a couple of things on uh, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. Um, so you can read a bit more about that. And um, these three factors about self-kindness over self-judgment. And we we do know, of course, we're judging ourselves, even if we think, oh, no, we don't. But probably if you listen to your thoughts more mindfully <laughs> and more carefully, yeah. you will come across and think, ah, yeah, actually, I do judge myself. And I find also, and they say that this is true, that what annoys us in others um, is mainly what annoys us about ourselves as well. <laughs> so this might yeah. be one thing where you can see, huh, I'm annoyed by someone doing this. Um, take a look at yourself and think, okay, why is that? Is that maybe because I do that and then I'm annoyed if I do? And that's basically judging, <laughs> okay? Yeah. And um, not just yourself, but others. And um, this concept of we all have challenges and um is also uh, very important because, um, I mean, these days, and we just talked about something uh, that a lot of things are fake online <laughs> just before we started <laughs> recording. And this is something where we always only see most of the time the good things 
of other people. Um, unless they're really good friends um, that trust you with things, they come and tell you, okay, no, I'm, I'm not very well. Um, I, I, I need to talk or can you give me a hug or whatever it is. But apart from that, the, the everyday people and I, I count like social media personalities that we might follow into that. So everything that we feed our brain with on a daily basis is positive stuff, which is good because we should feed our brain with positive things, but they might not, they might um, change the perception and they're not the real Thing. And it's really difficult to be authentic also online um, because uh, with everything that's going on, there's a pressure. There's also, okay, how can I be authentic? A lot of people don't even know who am I? What, what is right. authenticity for me? But yes, we all go through challenges and most go through all the same challenges, especially if we're talking about uh, starting a business, becoming an entrepreneur. And um they're all on different levels maybe and uh, but we do all go through the same things and this is where a, a supportive network really comes yeah. into play as well and can help you and this is why also other studies show uh, if we're looking more into happiness uh, what makes people happy I mean the science of happiness all of this there are common factors that are um, that were defined and one of them is also being part of a community because yeah. um, you you feel part of of a group and and know okay these people that support me there's people i can trust and that trust me and you see the more authentic ones yeah thank you yes and i i i think so strongly that especially for people starting businesses and entrepreneurs it's finding both pools right finding the pool of people that are in a similar situation with you, finding fellow startups, finding fellow coaches, finding fellow um, entrepreneurs that you can have these conversations with that are outside of selling, outside of networking. I was on a call yesterday with 10 other women um, who are starting businesses, who are entrepreneurs. And one was talking about feeling really down that um, she was in a slump she thought she was going to get a couple big contracts and she didn't. And she was saying, you know, I'm looking at all your social media, you're all doing so great. And it just, the room kind of exploded with this sense of, oh no, I, I feel the same way. And I thought I was going to be this far along in my business and I'm not, and I don't know why. So it's, it's very, I think it's very important to find folks that are in that same, in that same race with you and, and hold hands and be supportive. And I also think it's really important to find community that is outside of your business that can give you perspective that is not about, you know, this drive to keep going that we talked about in in the first episode. So, for instance, book clubs, uh, meeting friends. Um, I volunteer at two different nonprofit organizations that have nothing to do with neurodiversity, executive functioning, um, coaching. And it's a way for me to meet fellow, you know, community members that are like-minded. It's a way for me to be of service in a different way than I am in my business. And it's also given me some perspective and interests outside of my work that has been really, really, really helpful in those times 
that um, there might be a slump or business is slow, I can then give give some more focus to these other organizations. So I don't I don't feel this sense of loss as much as I would if I did not have those two groups. So I do think it's extremely important to find that community. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, going out every week and meeting up somewhere. It can be, you know, a community online. It can be a community that you meet with quarterly. Um, but finding finding people and other other like-minded people that can support you. And also I love, I love that quote that's, you know, surround yourself with people who would say your name in a room of important people. I think that's essential too, is to find people who buoy you up, who are there to hold your hand when things are hard and who also want you to succeed who want to say your name in a, in a crowded room and say it enthusiastically with a smile and, and give your, um, you know, give your whole bio because um, it can be really lonely being an entrepreneur. And I think that loneliness definitely contributes to that inner critic, that judgment popping up and, and being really loud. So I think I, I love, I love that idea of finding your community. Yes, and talking about finding the community that it goes uh, that has a similar journey than uh, like you, so and entrepreneurs. However, finding also a community outside of that, like you said, is also very important. And that leads me actually to the next point, like taking care of yourself outside of working hours and making sure you have non-working hours and we did touch on that on previous episodes as well where you mentioned a story where you're sitting on the couch watching a movie with the children and they reminded you but you're working mom <laughs> because yeah. you were on the computer um, exactly. so switching off can be very difficult for someone who runs their own business however finding something that has nothing to do with your business and is anyway of interest <laughs> um, uh -huh. is really important so finding some hobbies maybe you like to sing maybe you like to learn an instrument maybe you want to learn a new language whatever it is um, make sure you um, you look into something that you can do outside of your business Yes, and making the time for it, right? That mm. you know, circling back to what we talked about in the first episode, I believe it was the first episode of putting it on your calendar, making it a priority, making sure that you honor that and that you treat yourself, you treat yourself to that appointment just like you would any other important um, calendar notice, right? And I think something that that can be really interesting to explore is, if there is not a group or a room or a hobby that is available to you, everybody that's an entrepreneur or starting starting a business is a go-getter, right? Just by just by um, by sheer force, we we want to do something. So if there isn't something available, think about starting one. Um, think about starting a book club that's a specific book club. Maybe you love to read fantasy books. So start a fantasy book club, or start get a bunch of folks together that like to go hiking on the weekend, um, making, you know, being aware that if it's not available to you, 
you have the agency to make it happen. And, and it can be really exciting to put that energy of wanting to start something, wanting to do something, wanting to, you know, forge forward that we do to our business. It can be really exciting to do that in another area as well and, and can fill your bucket, fill your cup in a different way. So, um, I encourage folks if it's something's not available to them, think about what think about what they could do and and think about who they could gather and maybe maybe meet some new people or get closer to folks that you haven't seen in a while or you know even it doesn't even have to be a group. It can it can be it can be a solo a solo adventure as well, but thinking about what it is that would that would light that fire in you and fill that part of your cup that isn't necessarily always filled when we're when we're grinding all day when we're when we're on the grind yeah and also um i i'm a person who always needs to have this sense of achievement (laughs) (laughs) i need to have finished something i need to have achieved something and um, i've learned over the time that this doesn't have to be a big thing this can be little things this can i'm 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 really getting a kick out of uh, finishing my to-do list uh, of the things or my today list as i call it the things i wanted to get done that day i'm like I'm really celebrating getting things done and crossing things off the list. I love that. And I carry that also into my private life. Uh, I used to, and this is very extreme and a bit strange probably, um, but I used to have to-do lists uh, for my private things. So um, meaning things, um, washing the dishes or uh, cleaning the bathroom or um, learn watching this one video about something or watching the documentary. I don't do that anymore. So I got a bit better. <laughs> being too obsessed or having a list and crossing things off. However, um, having something that you that you learn so for me for example i'm learning different kind of languages at the moment um, i'm learning french and um because a lot of times we go uh, to france for holidays um so i thought okay why not i did have it in school i even did my a levels in french but never used it never liked it and forgot about it and then um, Uh a bit more than a year ago i was like okay let's Let's uh, start with that again, because we're going to go to France and seeing the results, not after two, three months, but um, a year later, once we went again to France, I did understand most of the things they were saying to me. (laughs) And um, Uh this is like really a sense of achievement, which I really like. So no matter with what you're choosing, um, if you're that kind of person like me, then that can can really help um, with that as well, especially maybe if something doesn't go as fast as you want in your business life. Yes, I love that. And I'm going to say, I still put all of those things on my to-do list every day. So I'm right there with you. I do the dishes, um, put away the laundry, because if I don't put it on my daily to-do list, I get so sucked into all the other things I have to do that it doesn't get done. And I am just like you. I love crossing off that to-do list. There's something so satisfying of of having all the check marks at the end of the day that I can go to bed with a happy, clear, peaceful mind. So I'm right there with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you have even more things to do, obviously, because you, you do have a family. Uh, children and so on Um, for me it might be a bit easier (laughs) and um, right to to um, finish basically that series I think um, what we should um, 
emphasize again is that you cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, that saying that is so true and that we've mentioned so many times in, in this uh, podcast series also today, but I, I really would like to make sure that we emphasize that again. So, and to give you the opportunity as well to say anything else that you can think of, anything else that you um, forgot to say in other episodes that you want to refer to. Um, and uh, yeah, just want to give you that opportunity. Um, well, I think the one last thing I would love to say about self-compassion is it's, it's rooted in curiosity, right? Being self-compassion, being compassionate to ourselves is really rooted in being curious about what those thoughts are saying, because thoughts are just thoughts. They're not facts. And oftentimes our thoughts are liars and they show up to, to sabotage us. So, um, one exercise that I encourage um, listeners to do next time they feel like those in that inner critic, those thoughts are popping up is to take a moment to sit down and think about if your good friend or loved one or partner or child was going through this, write down what you would say to them at that, at that moment. It's often, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Don't worry, you're going to get through it. I'm here for you. You're going to get on, you're going to get to the other side. Then write down what you're saying to yourself. It's often much, much more harsh. It's often unkind. And then notice the difference and see if you can speak to yourself in that way that you speak to that loved one or a good friend. Oftentimes it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel super right at the beginning. It doesn't feel really comfortable to speak to ourselves that way. But the more we can practice that, the more that we build that self-compassion and the more it becomes more automatic. So I think that a huge part of filling our, filling our cup is being really curious about when our cup isn't full and what we're saying to ourselves when our cup is getting empty and seeing if we can reframe those thoughts to be more helpful and kind so that we can have the energy and mental capacity to, to move forward in a more productive and receptive way um, as, we, as we go on this journey of work and life and life work-life balance to try to, to try to find the two. Yes, love it. Thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed those conversations. I know there will be many more things uh, that we will do in the future. So everyone stay tuned. <laughs> um, but for now, um, if you would like to connect with Corey, if you would like to find out more about her, make sure you go to creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. And there you find her series, um, or our series that we now did together. And you can find all the contact details there. Um, find out more about what she's doing. I know she's working on, on a few other lovely free freebies also for you guys. So um, these will be added later on as well. So take a look and make sure you connect with her and follow her. Corey, thank you yeah. so much for your time, for your input. I enjoyed those conversations. For me, it was always evening, for you, always the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so we're both a bit tired, maybe, because you're just about to wake up. I'm just about to finish the day. Um, thank you so much for, for giving me this lovely finish to the days um, when we recorded. Thank you so much for having me. I've, I've enjoyed it so much. And um, I'm really excited to um, continue and 
connect with anyone who who would like to to you know go on this path any further because this is something that I find extremely important in work and in life. So thank you for letting me have a platform to share share these ideas. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.